gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to My Two Cents Podcast, episode 69, which is entitled Read the Room. I'm your host, G2, and before I get into the topics of today, I want to read you off the National Food Days of the week. Today being April the 10th, it is Cinnamon Roll Day. Tomorrow, April the 11th, it is Cheese Fondue Day. Then after that, continuing on with the cheese, it is April the 12th, it is Grilled Cheese Day, and also Licorice Day. April 13th, Peach Cobbler Day. April 14th, Pecan Day. April 15th, Glazed Ham Day. April 16th is Day of Mushroom Day, Baked Ham with Pineapple Day, as well as Eggs Benedict Day. Now, I want to start off with giving you guys an update on the Ukraine situation. Ukraine is still dealing with Russian government, Russian military coming into their country and basically invading their whole entire country. And the information I'm about to give to you is coming from the Wall Street Journal. As it reads, uh, there was a train station attack. Um, A Russian missile strike killed at least 52 people and injured more than 100 people at a train station being used by civilians trying to flee the area. Ukraine authorities said Slovakia is providing Ukraine with an S-300 air defense system, which is designed to guard against military aircraft and short-range ballistic missiles like the one that the that Ukraine and U.S. officials said that struck Kramatorsky. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, but I'm trying to say it as best as I can. Uh, President Biden said the U.S. would in turn reposition a Patriot missile system to Slovakia. War crimes accusations. Residents of Buka described the killings of civilians by Russian soldiers during their month-long occupation of the town outside Kyiv. The United Nations General Assembly voted to suspend Russia from the UN Human Rights Council on Thursday, while Moscow repeated denials that any civilians were harmed by Russian forces in occupied territory. Sanctions. The United, well, the European Union enacted a new sanctions package, and senior European officials traveled to Kyiv to meet with Ukraine President. Germany is under pressure to adapt stronger sanctions against Moscow and send more weapons to Ukraine. See, okay, all this stuff is still 10%ers, 1% type of stuff. Only like the big type dogs will understand exactly what that means. I'm just going to break it down to regular civilian talk. I'm understanding that Russia is still doing what they got to do. They're still running in there. They're still running roughshod under Putin's uh, leadership and trying to take over. That's all it is. And they're killing civilians now. Uh, to basically send a message to everybody. If you would allow me, I want to read you guys something from the Washington Street Journal again. And it's talking about Russia being suspended from the United uh, Nations Human Rights Council. Uh, They had a vote on Thursday, and it was voted 93 to 24 to suspend Russia's participation in the council. And going on in the article, it would say that Moscow has denied accusations of Russian abuse in Ukraine. We reject the untruthful allegations against us based on staged events and widely circulated fakes. Russia's representatives at the assembly said ahead of the vote. 
China said more time is needed to investigate alleged human rights violations in Ukraine. Others accused the U.S. and its allies of sublining Moscow. Uh, Ukraine president said in a speech Tuesday, call for a bigger step for Russia to be stripped of its permanent seat on the United Nations Security Council. Western diplomats don't see a path to changing Moscow's status on the Security Council, where Russia has used its veto to block resolutions on the Ukraine war. Again, what I'm getting from that, and what I'm basically trying to break down from that, is that we got all these nations up here fighting a war all within themselves inside of a big old room, because if you see it, it's a big room, and they're just trying to get Russia to understand, like, yo, you guys are going to lose a lot more than just this thing that you're doing. If you guys continue going on, you're going to have no seats on the board. You're going to have, uh, basically, you're going to be on an island amongst yourself. It says that China said that they need to look into it more before they can do anything. It. What more do you need to look into? I'm not trying to, like, bargain or even trying to, like, like push off onto China here. But what more do you need to look into? Ukraine was minding their business, fam. They get bullied out. They get thugged out by Russia over here. And you mean to tell me you guys need to look into it some more? There's nothing you need to look into. Look at what's going on in the world. Seriously, look at it. Ukraine is getting destroyed. They are getting wiped by Russia over here. And the only thing you can say is, well, we need to look into it some more to see if they've been really like killing off civilians. Dog, they've been doing that. There's no way in the world they haven't been killing civilians. In war and in an invading of a new country or any type of land, you're going to be killing civilians. So that's what's happening. China, I hope you guys understand what's going on. I hope you guys see what's going on, like the rest of the world see what's going on. Russia, I don't, I know certain people in Russia hear me right now. I don't know who you hear me and probably just regular civilians. If I'm getting something wrong, please email me. I always give you guys my email at the end of the pod and is in the information booth please email me seriously if i'm getting something wrong please email me so i can at least come back here and say what i've gotten wrong so i can inform everybody else but right now yo it ain't looking too good for russia literally it ain't looking too good for the ukraine people obviously but it's not looking good for russia either because if things continue to go you guys are gonna be cut off from a lot of stuff i mean russia's already starting to get cut off from uh people already want to take business out of Russia, if you want to take money out of Russia, if you want to start cutting away from Russia, saying imports and exports, they want to start uh, cutting away from dealing with Russia, like, you guys are going to be cut from a lot of stuff, so, again, if you guys are able to at least talk to your guy, Putin, please do that, so you guys won't be losing out on regular human being necessity, and also, please, please try to beg with them to end this whole thing with Ukraine, seriously, bro, because a lot of people in Ukraine are losing their lives, it's not fair, it's not right, it's just, uh, it's a devastating sight. Now, I want to, uh, give condolences to the family of Christian Ambumseli, he was a guy that's worked in the crypto, uh, currency business, um, he was killed that, well, last week, last Sunday, to be more specific with you, and, um, the family is starting to come out. And this happened in Miami. First and foremost, let me start right there. They happened in Miami in a big high-rise luxury apartment. Uh, his killer was, well, alleged killer is his girlfriend because TMZ came out and they have video of her being detained. She's having blood mark on her forehead, blood mark on her arms. I mean, if you see it, she, she looks a bloody mess. And they're saying that this was a domestic dispute, uh, the domestic violence dispute, and um, that they're claiming that she 
is claiming self-defense and they're trying to go along with the backlog by saying she has uh, mental issues and that she wanted to kill herself after this. So now she had a mental evaluation. I mean, they're throwing everything out here. And right now, people are saying that whenever they talk to the friends of Christian and his girlfriend, Courtney Taylor, sorry, that was the girl's name, Courtney Taylor. The friend said that they only saw one side of the relationship, meaning that they were cool, they were cozy, but the abuser in this relationship was usually her because she'll be hitting him and all this type of stuff. When it, But whenever the police talked to a neighbor in the apartment, they said that they saw Christian, like, swiping at her. It's all on YouTube, by the way. You can easily, like, YouTube this. But right now what we do know is that a man has died. A man has died and is real unfortunate. And right now we're trying to figure out what's going on, why this happened. Like, and apparently he was murdered like a week before his birthday. So this is, again, he was supposed to be 28. It's it's just crazy when you think about the whole entire story. It's just crazy when you think about it. Um, they say the incident happened last Sunday at one of the luxury buildings in Miami. Miami police officials said officers responded to a report of a man stabbed at the building. And upon arrival, they found the 27-year-old man victim and was taken to a local hospital where he was uh, described dead. It's just, again, reading that and seeing that is just too weird to me. And then when you look at uh, one of the Twitter posts that one of the friends put out, they show like the photos of him and his girlfriend with the group of friends just hanging out. They're all smiling. But photos are always deceiving because you could think that somebody's in a happy, loving relationship. But beneath the surface, there's something bad happening there. And one or both of the parties don't know how to out of that relationship because they're just too comfortable with each other, or this might be a bump in the road or whatever the case may be or whatever holds you. If you are in a domestic violence relationship, please leave. There's no need to attack them. Please, well, first and foremost, you need to report it. Uh, go to police, do that. And people might say, Joe, that's easier said than done. What happens if somebody's already reported that and all this type of stuff? Okay, if you've been in a relationship and... A person that has abused you and attacked you, please leave. Please leave. Try to find some solace somewhere. And do not answer the phone or do not answer a text message from them because they are only going to try to plead with you and say that, hey, listen, where are you? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit you or I didn't mean to attack you. I didn't mean to strike you or whatever the world that he did that was abusive to you. And they're going to try to slowly rope you back into that relationship so they can easily attack you again. That's exactly how that works. Abuse continues and continues on until you get off that hamster wheel. So if you are in an abusive relationship, please please do everything in your power to try to leave. And if somebody's trying to intervene on your behalf to help you leave, allow it to happen. Yes, you might be afraid at that moment, but trust me, that worriness and that afraid stuff goes away once you are away from that person that has been abusing you. And also still, always get a police report because guess what? You always have that on paper and on file, at least that. And you can say, if something goes wrong, guess what? I told you guys about this. You guys had it on paper. You guys had it on file. You guys didn't follow it up and all this type of stuff. We got a problem here. And that's whenever I believe the media and everybody else will start scrolling all on the police's butt, as we've seen in a lot of cases. Whenever people have been abused and people have been misused and all this type of stuff. If something bad happens to them, we all wonder, okay, did they go to a police report and all this type of stuff? Families go to the police, figure out they have filed a police report. There's always going to be one officer that's probably going to do the right thing and look into it and say, yeah, they filed a police report. And then the 
police officers are going to try to figure out how did we miss it. And now they really going to be putting a whole lot of pressure on the abusive person in relationship. So now that person can go to jail or whatever the crap will happen to them. So if you're in an abusive relationship, please leave. Do everything you can to leave because this right here, this whole situation, Christian shouldn't have died right here. This whole thing shouldn't have happened. Courtney shouldn't have stabbed him in the shoulder. I mean, this whole thing is just weird. Again, I hope to see something. And also, by the way, she has not been charged with anything. At this right moment right now, she has not been charged with anything. They're just trying to see if she has any mental illness. So if she does, they're going to put her in, more than likely, probably in a psych ward or something for right now until she goes to trial and see if she can stand trial. Usually that's how it works. But right now they're doing a whole mental evaluation. And it's still to me right now, it's not good for anybody in in an abusive relationship to be in one. Please leave. Please leave. Please leave. Again, prayers up to the Christian uh, Ombomseli's family because right now they're dealing with losing a loved one that, again, this shouldn't have happened. So again, prayers to the family. Now on to an update on Will Smith. Will Smith has been going through it this week because boy, oh boy, has the world been turning their back on him. He was at one point a day or two days or three days after the Oscar slap heard around the world. You had people on his side. And now two weeks later, nope, majority, but I guess still 95% of this world has turned their back on Will Smith. And now the Oscar board has decided to suspend him from 10 years. It has been written. And it's been said right here, the board has decided for a period of 10 years from April 8th, 2022, Mr. Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards. The organization said in a statement Friday following a hearing to discuss Smith slapping comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars. Saying right there. See, I don't... mm, Will Smith did say that I accept and respect the Academy's decision. He did say to USA Today from his representative. See right there. Will Smith accepted his, he's accepted it. So there you go. I guess he's got to give Will Smith that. He's not going to try to cry and moan and complain about it. He already cried at the Oscars because he knew that he flushed down his 30 years of perfect excellence down the drain right there. He knew it, but he knew it. He knew it. What I'm not liking right now is that well, August Alcina. August Alcina decided to come out and pop pop out with a new song, more entitled to the whole his whole relationship with Jada. First and foremost, August, you need to shut up, my nigga. Shut up. Like I'm just gonna be blown with you. You shouldn't be able to be pop out here. You should have got all you had to get out whenever you exposed that whole secret of Will Smith and Jada whole situation of Jada you and Jada having a little relationship in 2020. You should have got all your bars out, all your songs out. You should have gotten all that stuff out. You should have even wrote in a book back then. Right now, apparently, they're saying you're pinning a book about your whole life, and inside that book is going to be you talking about Jada and your y'all entanglement, y'all relationship, whatever the hell it was. I'm going to say it now. You should not be able to say anything right now. You should have got all your bars off, all your songs off, all that crap off in 2020 when you exposed their personal relationship right then and there. And people might say, well, Joe, there was always rumors. Let me tell you something. Rumors are rumors. Until somebody has come out and say that it is facts, guess what? It's going to remain a rumor, and that's always going to be hearsay, period. 
There's no legal papers. There's no documentation. There's no nothing. There's always just going to be straight up rumors that everybody's going to say, well, there's rumors. Well, guess what? Everybody has rumors about them. It's easy to start a rumor about anybody. Literally, it's easy. So, August Alcina, that lets me know you did not get slapped by Will Smith. That lets me know right there. So I'm telling you right now, you should be where you should be really, really careful of where you're stepping. I don't know if you still have connections to the Smith family, whether whether it be with the kids or somehow you still sideline texting Jada somewhere. I don't know. I'm just saying right now, you should be real, real worried about where you step. Because if I was one of the Smith's kids, Jaden, Willow, whatever the crap it is, they should be trying to throw you some hands. Just off rip. Jada should be trying to throw you some hands. Will definitely should be should have already threw you some hands in 2020. But now, 2022, people should be trying to throw you hands because you should be shutting up. You're the last person, bruv, that should be talking. The last person. Okay? So watch out, August, because if you end up getting hurt by a Smith, hey, you put that on upon yourself by putting out another song and you're gonna be writing a book about your life and in that book having your relationship with Jada in it. So just be careful of where you step and where you walk at. Continuing on with my smoke towards this whole will thing, I want to talk about this. A representative or a source uh, revealed to the U.S. Weekly that the couple had an in-deep conversation about the incident and that they both agree that Will Smith should not have gotten physical with the comedian, especially on a public uh, platform such as the Oscars. They said that it was in the heat of the moment and that he was overreacting. He knows that she knows that. They're in agreement that he overreacted, said the source. The source also expressed to the publication that Jada is not the kind of woman who needs protecting because she is a strong woman who knows how to defend and protect herself in any situation. She's not one of those women that needs protecting. She didn't need to do, he didn't need to do what he did. She didn't need protecting. She's not a wallflower. She's a strong woman, an opinionated woman. She can fight her own battles. But she will stand by him, said the source. Now, I'm not sure if she said that to the source to tell the rest of the world or whatever the case may be. But let me state this right now. We all saw the slap. We all saw the head movement. We all saw all of it. We all know why Will Smith went up there. Because, again, you can see it. It's on video. It's on 4K, ladies and gentlemen. Will Smith laughed at the joke. We saw Jada was not... Happy with the joke, it cuts away. We see Chris Rock up there smiling, and he was said, "It was GI. Oh man, that was team. That was a good one." And then you see Will Smith walk up there. Will Smith more than likely probably had a conversation with Jada, or he saw it in Jada's eyes. Either way, we know what happened. We as men, we know what time it is. So he went up there, smacked Chris. Jada apparently laughed or smiled about it. There was a video about it later. They came out later within the week. Here's my deal, Jada. You should have squashed that source right there if that's not true. You should have had them never say that you didn't need protecting, you're not a wallflower, all this type of stuff. Listen, because that just puts more salt on the wound of Will Smith's whole situation. Right there. Because now everybody's going to say, look at man, look man, you did all that protecting your wife and look where it got you. It got your whole situation suspended. Your future film suspended. His film that he has with Netflix called Fast and Loose or some kind of mess is being suspended or on hold right now. Bad Boys 4 is being on hold right now. A movie that he was supposed to finance, uh, that was supposed to have Paramount like backing it as well, and JoJo Siwa was supposed to be in it. Paramount and JoJo Siwa both backed out of it. I mean, Will Smith's whole situation is being like literally on timeout. That's what's happening with Will Smith right now. But look at it. He did all of that for Jada, and 
the source says that Jada is not a wallflower. She doesn't need protecting. And this is coming from apparently the Smith's sources. Dog, Jada should have stopped that. Jada should have stopped and called to say, I didn't tell you to say that. She should have called the U.S. Weekly and told him that, hey, blah, blah, blah. It did say that she is standing with her man, but you don't need to put that there. We can see that you're standing with your man because he stood with you on the Oscar stage in front of the whole Hollywood elites. No wonder you guys are standing right next to each other, you idiots. That's my whole point. Whenever you are rocking with each other, that's what you're supposed to do. You do that as a person that rocks with that person. Okay? And also, people are going to say, well, Jada should have stopped Will Smith from going up there. Yeah, she should have, but guess what? It didn't happen. And people have said, well, that's because she doesn't love him. Or she didn't know he was going to go up there. She, Let me just say this right now. For the people that say Jada didn't know that Will was going to go up there, let me tell you something. If you know that person well enough, you know what they're going to do. You know exactly what they're going to do, and you're able to have enough time to either stop them, yell at them, grab them, do whatever you can to make sure they don't do something. Let me give you a prime example. Because I like to talk about myself on this thing whenever I do, whenever it's fitting, this is right now one of those times. Me and my mother went to a funeral in 2016, and one of the people wouldn't give my mother a program to just look at. I talked to one of them, and I say, hey, I needed to see a program. They say, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a couple of minutes, still no program. I'm starting to get irritated at this point, because right now you're disrespecting my mother. And if you disrespect my mother, you're disrespecting me. And I don't like nobody disrespecting my mother, because I hold my mother in a high-profile light. I hold my family in a high light. You can always say something to me, but never to them, because if you do, you either got two choices, either one, you can apologize, or the two, we're going to be scrapping off rip. Just want to throw that out there to anybody. Made that perfectly clear. So I wait, and again, go up. Okay, wait a minute, hold on. And then they have the nerve to literally walk past me, give the person in front of me a program, and then walk by me, not giving me one. My mother knew I was fuming. My mother knew I was pissed. I was about to get up and turn this whole funeral out over a program. That's legit. That's not me faking it. This ain't me trying to put on some show. No, I'm that type. I will turn the whole place out because of you disrespecting me over some little yes, that. But as soon as I was just even about the inkling get up out of my seat, my mother put her hand on my shoulder and she said, uh-uh, don't do it. It's okay. I looked at her and she said, trust me. It's okay, it's fine. That tells you right there that she knew me. She knows I don't like nobody disrespecting me. Nobody disrespecting her. Nobody disrespecting my whole entire family. But she knew that I was ready about to do something. But she stopped me in the nick of time before <laughs> a big commotion would have happened inside of a funeral. Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't an award show. This ain't a pageantry. This is a funeral. Everybody's coming out to somber and mourn and all this type of stuff. I was about to turn it out in a funeral. But my mother told me, nah, nah, we're good. So Jada could have had stopped Will. Jada has been around Will for how many years? What, 20 years? 20 some odd years? She's been around Will. She has known his tendencies. She knows when he's upset, when she's happy. She knew what Will was going to do. So I ain't trying to hear nobody tell me that she didn't know what Will was about to go up there and do. Legitimately. And even in the whole essence of him yelling and saying, don't keep my wife's name out your mouth, she still could have just went over there and tapped him. 
So that tells you right there, she was cool with that whole commotion happening. But anyway, this is supposed to be nothing but an update. Will Smith's projects got sidelined. Jada's, one of the source came out there and said that she didn't need protection, which we all knew that's garbage. Jada should have called up and said, don't say that. Don't say that. And then August, I've seen it. Yo, dog, you're going to get smacked in the face by one of the Smiths. I'm not even going to try to hold you. You're going to get smacked, and I ain't going to front. I'm going to be happy when you do. Because you should have been keeping your mouth shut. You should have never said anything at all for your whole tour, your music tour, whatever tour in 2020. You shouldn't have said nothing. You should have let that die with you. Your relationship with Jada die with you. But, hey, people are going to be self-snitching out here. So, cool. Fine. Now, continuing on with self-snitching, and this is coming from Rolling Stone. As the article reads, Tory Lanez handcuffed after judge says he violated protective orders in Megan Thee Stallion case. Now, what did Tory Lanez get himself arrested for? Well, as the article would read, Tory Lanez was handcuffed and taken into custody in Los Angeles courtroom Tuesday after a judge found he violated protective orders in his felony assault case involving allegations he shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot nearly two years ago. Judge David Heronford revoked Lane's prior bail of $250,000 and raised it to $350,000 after hearing nearly an hour of arguments and finding that Lane's violated court orders prohibiting him from contacting or harassing Megan or discussing any discovery in the case with outsized parties. The rapper had a bondsman with him for the morning hearing and spent about five hours in custody. Once he was processed and released, he climbed to climbed behind the wheel of a awaiting Lamborghini, telling Rolling Stone he felt amazing before he drove off. During the argument, Tory Lane's lawyer argued Lane's did not provide a third-party Twitter user and YouTube personality known as DJ Academics with any discovery in the case before Academic tweeted on February 23rd that Tory Lane's DNA was not found on the weapon in the Megan Thee Stallion case. What he said is incorrect. Lane's lawyer told the court Tuesday, referring to the now-deleted tweet that caused a social media firestorm. What DJ Academic said in that DNA is that the DNA was not found on the weapon, and in fact, the swab of the gun indicates inconclusive that there were four contributors. The lawyer also referred to a follow-up February 23rd tweet from DJ Academics that read, I saw this doc myself. It literally says it was inconclusive in fighting Tory DNA on the gun or magazine. The lawyer continued to argue that that also was false because the swab of the magazine indicates Mr. Peterson, Peterson was excluded. Mr. Peterson is Tory Lanez. If he had seen this document, he presumably would have gotten it right. She argued, calling the tweets chatter in a medium that is almost inherently unreliable. The court cannot conclude the defendant distribute anything. However, it does appear that he violated the order that prohibits him from making any statements regarding discovery. The judge said, referring to follow-up posts from Peterson, including one that read, Ack is telling no lies. Lane's lawyer argued that Megan also has utilized well, use her sizable social media presence to talk about the case, and some of her comments have been damaging to Peterson. But Deputy District Attorney Kathy Ty argued Peterson's endorsement of the DJ Academics DNA tweets was his way of getting ahead and manipulating the narrative. She said Megan has been getting death threats and has been harassed constantly due to Peterson's course of conduct. The judge reprimanded Peterson to sheriff's custody with a higher bond after saying, 
prosecutor's request to lock the musician up with no bail was extreme. The judge added a new crystal clear condition of release, stating that Peterson cannot mention the complaining witness in this case in any social media. So basically, Tory Lanez has to shut up. And he can't say nothing, he can't retweet nothing about the case, nor nothing. He's just basically got to continue on like he's been doing for the past two years since this whole Megan the Stallion shooting in the foot incident has happened. Let me say this right now. Megan probably got death threats. I'm not going to lie, she probably did get death threats. You don't think Tory Lanez got death threats? You don't think Tory Lanez has lost money and lost a whole lot of deals in business because of this whole shooting of the foot incident? Seriously, think about it. You're only getting death threats, Megan. You're still getting Popeye deals. You're still getting uh, music deals. You're still... Matter of fact, you were just at the Oscars doing a remix of We Don't Talk About Bruno, and you're getting more fame to your name right there. You're being pushed out there into the limelight. With all work being done for yourself, congratulations. I'm not trying to crap on you or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, if you mean to tell me you wouldn't that Tory Lanez wouldn't change his switch his spot with you, let me say this right now. You're only getting death threats. When Tory Lanez has gotten death threats, lost money, lost deals, lost opportunities. He's been shadow banned on a lot of uh music airwaves, whether it's on streaming devices or whatever the case may be, because you really gotta type in Tory Lane's name a lot, or specifically his whole entire album or his whole entire track, just to even get his like catalog or that specific record or whatever you want of Tory Lanez to pop up. See, Tory Lanez got shadow banned and that was a problem itself. Tory Lanez has lost a lot of things and you mean to tell me that you only got death threats? Tory Lanez has lost more than you, dude. And he's still losing more than you. Right now, he got locked up, but he's out now on bond. Let's not get it twisted, but he can't talk about it. See, if I was the judge in this thing or if I was his lawyer, I would have made it off rip that, hey, yo, there's no way in the world how my client can't talk about it, but her, but, but she can. There's no way. For the last, what, two years, you've been seeing Megan going back and forth with either people online talking about this or her going on Instagram Live and talking about this. It's been documented, ladies and gentlemen. And you mean to tell me Tony Lance can't say nothing? He has to let his lawyers do all the talking. People are going to say, yes, Gerald. His lawyers have to do all the talking because that's what he's paying them for. And I agree with that. But at what point can he not literally swing back and say, hey, yo, this is kind of messed up? Or he can't even retweet, hey, yo. Or just to even say, Ag is telling no lies. Yo, come on. Seriously, he, this, it's, it's wrong to me. I'm standing on right is right, wrong is wrong. Tory Lanez got done up wrong for this. But again, if he did shoot Megan in the foot, Hey, listen, dog, you got to set up for this. I'm still on that whole situation. I want to know the truth about it. I want to know, did he do it? Did he not do it? Who who knows? We might never know, but point being is this. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. And Megan's lawyers, just, or the district attorney, just happens to be way better than Tory's lawyer at this moment. Because that should have been literally one of the first things that should have been said on both sides. His lawyer should have been fighting for that on day one. If my client can't talk about it, her clients can't talk about it either. Like, Megan can't say nothing about it. We're just going to play it out in the court, and that's all it's going to be. That's what should have happened. But, again, his lawyer wasn't uh, the best at that, or that wasn't in his clarifications whenever the uh, whole situation started. Anyway, the next time Tory Lanez will be in court will be on June 9th. That's the next court date set up for him. Again, I'm upset that he can't speak for himself. He can't really speak, but he's been doing it 
for two years sitting down and shutting up. So, I mean, why not just sit down and shut up again? Again, Tori, I I feel bad for you. Megan, I feel bad for you, too, because you did get shot, shot in the foot. But, I mean, like, again, I feel bad for both parties. That's all I can say. Godspeed, love and wish to both. I just want this whole thing to end. And if he is guilty, fine, you set him up and set him up somewhere. I'm not saying that he is, but if he is, take care of it. But if he isn't, yo, there has to be some type of apology, again, from the music industry for really screwing this boy over. Seriously, there needs to be an apology from the music industry and Megan, you owe this boy, you owe this man an apology for like literally just slandering his name all across everywhere. I'm just going to be blunt with you. You need to owe this man an apology, but that's only if he did not do it, but we shall see. Hopefully this thing will end on June the 9th. Seriously, because I'm tired of reading about this or tiring of even it popping up and I'm still looking at it. I'm like, you mean somebody haven't figured this out yet? But anyway, prayers to both. Hopefully this thing is done. Now on to more celebrity news. It's coming from the Daily Mail. And it says, Kenan Thompson splits with his wife after 11 years of marriage and two kids. Longtime Saturday Night Live co-host Kenan Thompson has split with his wife of 15 years. They share two children together. The 43-year-old and his wife have decided to end their marriage after 15 years together, with 11 of them being married, according to TMZ, on Thursday, according to the publication sources. The two have actually been separated for over a year as they co-parent their two daughters. No official documents for divorce has been filed, but it is expected to happen in the near future. Well, ta-da, there it is. Kenan Thompson's getting a divorce from his wife, and that's just what it is. They say, uh, according to insiders for TMZ, the two had grown apart over time, but are still able to remain great friends as they co-parent. That's good. So hopefully there'll be like no like bad blood, like whenever they split Kenan's finances, because it's gonna happen. This won't be like, oh my god, that's too much money. I hope that she's reasonable and say this should be enough for what he's gonna pay for child support or chay for pay for spousal support or whatever the case may be, whatever have you be. But I hope this thing is amicable without nobody having to really like say any bad words to their lawyers about each other in this whole split. From the way it was presented and the way it was put out, it seems like they're two reasonable people. It's a nice clean split that they're doing. Hopefully that's what happens. And also let this be a learning experience to everybody that's going through or thinking about going getting a divorce. Or anybody that's getting married. Whenever you get married, again, I have to say this because, again, I'm never getting married. So I want to put that to anybody out there. I'm going to say that even on dates, whenever I get a date. I don't plan on getting married. I don't. I plan on just having a partnership with my partner. I am a heterosexual male. I'm not a gay man. I like females. Let me make that perfectly clear because partners are usually prescribed over to the homosexuality uh, situation. Let me just clarify that. Um, I'm going to have a partner. I'm going to have somebody that's going to be with me by my side until we call it quits and we are able to split things amicably. Or even if it goes off bad, I, there is no legal papers. There's no nothing I can just easily, or she could easily just split away from the relationship. Easy. Because whenever you get lawyers involved, that's whenever money gets put into place. And we start figuring out, okay, what happened here? Did this happen before I got here? Or did this happen after I got here? And all this type of stuff. Listen, I don't like going through all that. I don't like a third party trying to tell me what to do. I don't like it. I would rather have me and that person that were in this relationship talk to each other. 
even though I can be a dickhead from time to times, I am a reasonable person, like extremely reasonable. And I believe that not a lot of times in a marriage or even whenever the people are getting divorced, there are reason, there's reason anymore. I think whenever somebody gets married to somebody, yes, you're infatuated with that person, you're in love with that person, you fall head over heels or whatever words you want to say for it, but you have some type of love that is uncontrollable at that moment that you just say, you know what, I want this person to be with me forever, and you guys only know the way of getting married. I believe that now, with the day and age that we're living in, you're able to now just be together with somebody without having that marriage title. Yes, you guys could put rings on each other's fingers and you could do all that type of stuff. But again, just for one of your just for your partner or your wife or your husband or whoever to care, whatever it may be for you, just for them to feel comfortable with that your relationship just to make it official in their eyes, you can do that. And for me, I believe that you can do that but you don't have to get like any type of legal papers involved into it, the government involved. Because again, government screws over everybody. Not just you, but it can screw over your uh, spouse, your ex-spouse now. It can screw over you and telling you you got to pay them more or you pay them less. And the spouse might think that's uh, unreasonable. How dare they? And they might think that you are getting the best out of it, which makes you guys co-parenting a bad situation later down the line because they're going to think that you... Uh, talk to the judge or whatever the kind of crap it is. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm basically getting down to the meat and potatoes is do not get married. Just have a partnership. I think the time of marriage is done. I think that was a old pastime. I think whenever you are now in a relationship with somebody, I think you can just be in a relationship with that person until you guys decide to call it quits or you guys can write it out until one of you having to pass away. Like that's how it goes. In my personal eyes, I don't think marriage is in the cards for me. I think just being in a relationship with somebody is in the cards for me. Now, whenever it's time to have children, again, I'm still going to be in a relationship with that person. I'm still going to have me and that person going to have children together. And that'll be a discussion of do they want to have my last name, her last name? That's just going to have that's just going to be the conversation there. That's just going to be what it is for me. I can't tell everybody how it goes, but I just know for me, this is how the cards are going to fall for me in that instance because I don't want to be roped up in hating somebody that I used to love. I don't want to be in that type of situation. And to me, I believe that marriage, the idea of marriage, puts a lot of added pressure to a relationship whenever there was no big added pressure on a relationship before the marriage came about. So, and then that's whenever you see people change and all this type of stuff. Whenever you're in a relationship, you're free, you're loose, you guys are still able to have that com communication with each other, you're able to have that relationship with each other, but you guys are in that relationship, you know who you're dealing with right there, but when marriage comes in, it just seems like everything becomes official and everything becomes dry and dull. I ain't trying to have that. Not for me, not for me at all. I want my thing to be like airy, you have these conversations, you can be cool about with each other and just still have that sense of freedom to just be you instead of being locked like, officially, like, lock, lock down. Again, I am all for monogamy. I want to be with one person just because I just made it seem like I want to be flu and fluid with other people. No. I want to be with that person. I just don't want to be bogged down in that marriage category. It just seems like that's just a downed, like, bad, like, gloomy place for me. And I ain't, I, I'm not trying to be gloomy. 
not trying to have that at all. But again, congrats to Kenan Thompson and his ex-wife, well, soon-to-be ex-wife. Seems, again, their thing is going to be amicably splitting evenly and with no hatred spewed to each other. Again, that all can change at a snap of a finger. Hopefully it doesn't, but again... Uh, I hope their uh, divorce is uh, going to be real nice, real easy. I hope that they co-parent real nice with their two daughters as well. Because, again, seeing children being shifted from household to household and then seeing their mother and father fight with each other is not going to be a good sight. So hopefully it's uh, real easy and no uh, hardship with that. Now, on to the next topic. It is coming from The Root as the title reads, The weekend threatens to pull out of Coachella if he doesn't get Kanye West's $8.5 million paycheck. Now, what that means is, as article says, Coachella organizers are really going through it. After announcing Kanye West as the headliner for Sunday, April 17th to 24th, they had to deal with his erratic demands, including a nonsensical request that Billie Eilish apologize to Travis Scott. That's their words, not mine, because I'll get more into that in a minute. Then his escalating harassment of ex-wife Kim Kardashian led to increasing cries from fans to that he be removed when the rapper himself decided to drop out of the performing at the musical uh, festival that left organizers with the difficult task of finding a last-minute replacement. The I Can't Feel My Face singer will be taking the stage alongside house music legend Swedish House Mafia. However, Page Six reports before things were made official on Wednesday, negotiations hit a snag when festival owners, Paul, I can't say his last name, wanted to pay the weekend less than the $8.5 million Kanye was set to receive. So you're the one in the bind, but you still had time to try and be cute about the money. Obviously, this didn't go well with the singer, so he threatened to pull out of his set on an hour's notice if he doesn't get paid the same amount as Kanye West. Page six sources said, finally, on Wednesday, faced with the prospect of a second headline act pulling out of the Coachella at the last minute, the owner company caved and agreed to pay the weekend to save money. So the weekend is going to be getting $8.5 million that Kanye West was supposed to get. So congratulations to the weekend for sticking up Coachella for that. I ain't going front. You guys need me. I don't need you. And you need me a lot. So guess what? You better pay me that purse that you guys want to give up to Kanye West. Because the weekend has smashes. He's only been out for a short period of time. And I mean a short period of time compared to like Kanye West and like all the other big, like legendary historic acts out here. He's only been out here for a short period of time, but he's still got smashes up on smash out here. So again, congratulations to the weekend for sticking up Coachella for that. Now, I don't like how they put in here the nonsensical request that Billy Eilish apologized to Travis Scott. That was one of Kanye West's like demands from Coachella. Because for people that don't know, Travis Scott had his whole Astroworld Festival. I think we all know about that. Uh, fans were trampling, well, trampling over each other. There were people dying at that festival and people passing out and all that type of stuff. And that made people that were now going back on tour, going back at concerts, they started to now film people, film the musical acts, stop their whole set. If they saw a fan pass out and they made it a whole big deal saying, look at me, I have... Look at me. I am paying attention and paying close attention to my fans. Look at the type of stuff that we're doing. And wish that's going to happen because when something bad happens, there's always going to be a light shined on it. And now every musician or every actor or whatever the case may it be in any field is going to really pay attention to that to make sure it doesn't happen to them. So that happened at a Billie Eilish concert. 
she having to make some type of jab saying that we take care of our people around here. And Kanye West took it as a jab towards Travis Scott. Billie Eilish said that she didn't say Travis Scott in name at all in that, and that Billie Eilish felt that she didn't need to apologize for that. Now, obviously, Kanye West is riding with Travis because Travis is part of his crew of people from the Kanye, uh, Kardashian clique, and Travis really helps out Kanye West privately. And personally, he probably does that too. That's what I mean by private and personal because they all are in the exact same clique, the Kardashian a wheelhouse of that whole, I mean, that whole media conglomerate. And that's exactly what the Kardashian family is. It's a whole big old media conglomerate, that whole family. I'm not going to try to say nothing bad because, boy, I ain't trying to be putting that. Let's call it a spade a spade. I ain't trying to be putting that. That's all their personal business. You do what you do. But Kanye West was looking after Travis. And I like how Kanye was even going to have Travis at Coachella with him performing there. I like that personally because, again, that's what should happen. Travis Scott should be performing. He's paying the price for what happened at Astroworld, even though, and I'm saying this now, publicly, even though that should not be placed upon him, even though it's going to be because that's his whole uh, festival, that's his whole stuff. Concert goers got to look out for themselves. I'm just going to be called straight. Fair, fair. Concert goers got to look out for themselves. They got to elbow people if they got to move into places. If somebody's getting too stupid, some people might get smacked in the face. Yo, you got to take care of your own stuff. We've seen people, there's video of people on YouTube stopping the whole concert because people are fighting and say, hey, yo, get them out of here. Get them out of here. This ain't about that. But whenever you're mosh pitting and you're trying to run up to the stage and all that type of stuff that you would do at a Travis Scott's uh, concert, you have to be worried and careful of yourself to make sure that you come out alive and you are safe. And that just didn't happen at Astroworld. So again, condolences to the families that lost loved ones there. But I don't think 100% of that whole entire pressure should have went down and should have went to Travis Scott in that situation. That's just my belief on that. But anyway, Billy Eilish did not apologize. Kanye West says, now in my belief, okay, I didn't get the apology. All right, cool. I'm out of here. I'm dipping. I don't need this 8.5 million the same way that he didn't need to be at the uh, Grammys. He wasn't there. He didn't need to be there. Cool, fine, whatever. The Grammys said, nah, we're not going to have him there. All right, Kanye wasn't tripping. He didn't lash out. You see him, would usually see him on Twitter and everything else making tweets. He didn't lash out. I didn't see not one tweet because if so, best believe the media would have covered that for real, for real. So there was no lashing out of Kanye West there. Kanye West is probably just shrugged his shoulders like, eh, all right, cool. I'm doing my thing over here. I'm Kanye West. Y'all know what it is. So, Kanye West did his thing, and now I'm glad that The Weeknd uh, stuck up Coachella for this. I don't know who Swedish uh, House Music is. I have no idea. Who, oh, Swedish House Mafia. Sorry. I have no idea who you are. But again, I'm glad for, I'm glad The Weeknd did stick up Coachella for the $8.5 million. That's a good thing. Get paid, black man. Get paid. Now for the final topic of today, uh, I want to talk about the Senate confirming uh, Katanya Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. She will be the first black woman to be elevated to the Supreme Court. When Thursday in the Senate, uh, there was a vote, and the vote was 53 to 47, with all 50 Democratic caucus members supporting Jackson, joining also by Republican Senate's Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Mark. Owinsky of Alaska and Mick Romney of Utah in a symbolic movement 
Vice President Kamala Harris, the first black woman to elect to her job, presided over the vote. So, Katanya Jackson, congratulations. You're going to be on the Supreme Court seatings. This is great because it's the first time we're getting a black woman up there as well. I hope that nobody becomes a hater-hater about this because, again, this is nothing but politic business. We all know what it is. At least I do. I can see through the smoke and mirrors of this. Uh, people voting no and they're giving her a hard time because it's a Democrat voting for a Democrat person to be put in. It's stupid. You know what time it is. I'm glad that she's in. Congratulations for her again. And I hope that her time on the Supreme Court will be a fun one, at least because she gets to be the first black woman up there. And again, black people were taking over. I got to say it again, constantly. And people might say, oh my God, because she's a black woman. That's why you're excited. Yes, exactly. Yes. I don't like to get into the background of America, but if you know what it is, you know what it is. I'll just give a small piece. Background, America has always been built off of suffering of other ethnicities, suffering of the actual Americans, the Native Americans, or as people will still call them from time to time, the Indians, uh, the suffering of black people, the suffering of Irish people whenever they came over here, the suffering of Middle Eastern people still to this day, even with black people still to this day, the suffering of Asian Americans that started in what, whenever uh, World War II happened, whenever they bombed uh, Hawaii and Pearl Harbor, the people over here that were Asian descent or Chinese descent or Japanese descent, they got uh, terrorized because of that. I mean, if you're not a white person, you got terrorized in America, just point blank, period. So I'm always voting for any minority getting a spot that usually gets dominated by a white person. I'm not going to try to lie to nobody. I'm happy for it because America, the whole tagline is, is the American dream. You come from a place that does not treat you right. You come over here, we treat you right. You get equal opportunity. You get to pull yourself up. You get to get a fair shake in this country. And ta-da, you get to try to make your dreams reality. That's America's whole tagline. So, for this to happen here, and for any time a person that's not white gets to go into a career that's usually dominated by white people, and they get to pop off or get into a high level of power, I'm always happy, and I'm always rooting for it, so that's what happened here with Katanya Brown. I'm happy for that, and I hope that, again, she has a good time for that as well. So again, congratulations to Katanya uh, Jackson for getting into the Supreme Court. Now, with all that being said, let me give you my social media links so I can get you guys out of here. On Twitter, you can find me at, at My2Podcast. Instagram, My2CentsPodcastG2. Uh, email, again, my email is My2CentsPod at Yahoo.com. Again, my number 2 C-E-N-T-S-P-O-D at Yahoo.com. I say this every episode, and I mean it because I want to. I want people to understand I'm giving you guys my email so you guys can email me about anything. If I mess up on a, a topic, you can email me and say, hey, yo, you were kind of right, but you're kind of wrong. Here's what you missed. Or you need me to talk about something that you think is important to the rest of the world to know about. You can email me there. Or if you just want to talk to me about something, you can email me there. Because, again, I'm always on the side of mental health with a lot of people. A lot of people don't talk about it enough. I don't talk about it a lot on this thing either unless something big happens and then that's whenever we gotta talk about it but in my private time i talk with my brother a lot about mental health situations 
and we get deep in our conversations and i want to have that type of conversation with you guys too so if you have any problems with your mental health or whether you're depressed sad uh you feel like you're not worth anything or you feel like the world is better without you don't do that email me please i check my emails on a daily basis that is the truth i check them please email me before you do anything to hurt yourself or try to transition out of this world because again you are somebody to somebody you are somebody remember that and please you got to be here for that person because you don't know whose life you might be shining with your uh by just seeing you you don't know whose life you are literally uplifting just by allowing them to see you so again please do not leave off this planet i am here email me please i always check my emails okay now i want to thank apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbeam amazon music audible again for allowing me to do what i do say what i say with no repercussions coming towards me because again i feel that i'm respectful and that's why I think not a lot of people are trying to like come at me yet. I know with a bigger audience as this podcast is slowly growing, um, I feel that a lot of people are going to look back into certain episodes and probably say some, probably say that I said something wrong. But again, if you feel that way, please email me. And if you don't, hey, that's still cool too. But again, I want to thank those. I want to thank these big five uh, podcast stations for allowing me to do what I do and allowing me to say what I say. Seriously. And also, always remember. I love you, I love you, I love you. I do love you all. I thank you all. Seriously, um, this past week was really, really uh, a lot for the kid to handle because last week I had Wrestling Highlights of the Week. Then we had Sunday's episode. Then after that, I had to do WrestleMania review. And then this week, I had to find topics because this was a real dry week of topics and news just real dry but i was glad to give you guys something i hope you guys enjoyed it please for the love of god uh check out saturday's episode if you're into professional wrestling i talked about wrestling highlights of the week what happened this week cody returning back to monday night raw returning back to wwe uh if you are interested in that but if not that's cool uh i hope you guys tune into next sunday's episode i don't know what i'm gonna talk about next until it happens but again I am always here. This has been my Two Cents Podcast presented by G2. He is I and I am him. I love you all. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from this sweet sounding voice again. I want you guys to have a great Sunday. Have a great start to your week. Please don't be a dickhead to anybody. Please just love your neighbor and everybody else. Say a prayer for anybody because you don't know what anybody's going through. Because again, we're all individuals just trying to get through this thing called life. So with that all being said, I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great Sunday, a great rest of your week. I hope you guys tune in next Sunday to hear from me. But if not, I do love you. And with that all being said, Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.